0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Welcome to the True Faith Weekly Podcast, sponsored by Phoenix Taxis and Coaches. To book online, please visit www.phoenixtaxis.net.
2: True Faith weekly podcast joined this week uh, by Ben Wade and Simon Campbell I'm Alex Hurst and we'll have quite a short show for you today because Newcastle was so poor at West Ham and you know we've got the radio show on Friday and it's a Tuesday so we'll crack on um, Ben first of all what I'm going to do is play uh, your thoughts after the Swansea game and basically see if we can just wrap
3: things up there sound In the preview and we've set it for ages they want to control the match if they sit with um, Shelvy and Sigurdsson just control and play, um, and the fact that we played two really deep sitting defensive midfielders in Callback and Anita who aren't really good at that job it just gave them all the time they will just get on the ball and dictate play. Anita particularly
2: really struggled. But still. It is, you know you're playing defensive midfield away from
3: home, Jack. You're going to have to start actually making a tackle. <laughs> I think as well, Callback is just not an athlete, so he can't. He, he can't. It just doesn't have the the physical attributes to cover all the ground he needs to and it's not his fault that he's been put in that position and it's
2: it's easy as well what Swansea did a lot especially I mean they don't play a lot of long balls but like you say Gomez was, was dropping deep they were hit, hitting a couple of balls maybe a couple of chips and lobs over the top and he wasn't jostling with centre backs for the balls yeah. he was able against Nita or callback to just chest it down and run with the ball Ben so you were talking about CC there, I mean, do you, do you blame McLean for starting CC? or, do you, or do, you, do you think he should have gone another way and how, you,
3: how do you see it uh, for the future? It's easy to say in hindsight that he, it didn't work, I mean at the end of the day he's scored what, two in his last two, I think two goals in each of his last two away games, is that something or, well I, a lot of it's got, it's not just all CC's fault, the service he was getting was absolutely diabolical, just nobody really giving him anything that he could do anything with, he's... He's not the fastest of players, so he's not gonna run away from anyone. I think you can just upgrade that and just say slow. <laughs> yeah. But it it, it just <laughs> he didn't really he was play feeding off scraps, but at the same time, you've even when you're getting scraps, you've got to be big enough and strong enough to at least try and impose yourself on the game, and he just he couldn't. So Ben, wise words from you in the house Hal- Halcyon Days of August seems a long time ago Good now, doesn't it?
2: Aye. But um you said there that, you know, in hindsight it's easy for us to say that. CC up front by himself wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. Now we've had hindsight, and yeah, he still exactly. did it. So tell yeah. us what you think about
3: Newcastle's defeat at West Ham and the, the team selection and tactics. It was just pathetic. Um, <laughs> we've we've had two weeks off as well of the international break, and that's what they've saved up. Like I'm not having that or all. They weren't prepared because they were delayed by the traffic or anything. He's a professional athlete. You should know what you're doing. You should be able to turn up fair off time. now. At 24 games, think fair enough. If they tired towards the end, yeah. but that wasn't the that case. In fact, they got better. Like yeah. our best spell was in the last 20 minutes. Yeah, when the best team was playing. <laughs> More that later. Yeah. But um, just it's embarrassing that say's best touch came when he was flat on his face, <laughs> assuming the position of uh, a favourite of ours. Um, it's just he was awful. I've, I've not seen such a bad like attacking performance from an individual in a long time. So he he was, just couldn't I don't, since Swansea. Since Swansea, <laughs> yeah. Since Swansea, good shout. he so um, gonna be if
1: those he is this performance, so he doesn't just have them one you know, one offs. He has that a lot when he's playing in yeah. this kind of ridiculous formation. Oh definitely.
3: I mean he's just not we've we've said it enough times on the podcast he he isn't suited playing on his own and um, he never has been and he never has been yeah what worries me about him is not fair enough he's shite holding up the ball even when he
2: gets the ball to feet he's, he inexplicably passes it back to the defence yeah. rather than just standing there with yeah, the ball yeah, and then yeah. drawing a foul or playing in a teammate yeah. close to him but forget about playing in front by himself the formation was shite which would we'll come on to yeah. it's the fact that even when he had chances I was going to say it was the fact that he was getting balls in and yeah. the, the defender normally um, Tom, Tomkinson yeah. is that his name? Tomkinson was missing it and yeah. it would, you know, if you remember Cesar's goal against Norwich when he first signed, yeah. and he smashed it in on the volley when yeah. the defender missed it, mm-hmm. and he he just looks
3: gone. He, he shinned shinned one last night where it was. I mean, yeah. it was a tough chance. I'm not gonna, but there was. was sort of cru- stuff, I'm, I'm not going to crucify him, but it was a shocking attempt. At, what, like what, when just, he's a,
1: when he's a striker who's touched the ball in the game maybe like twenty times. Yeah, got to make him count, and Definitely. he did nothing nothing to justify being on the pitch. It
3: was just as you say, just. It's frustrating because we do it a lot now, and it's what like I hate watching about Man U at the minute is the keeper is a massive like integral part of their build-up play, and like it just shouldn't be. They look to go back at every opportunity. It goes forward within two or three passes. It's back at the keeper or at Benborough Coluccini's feet. How are you going to make any progress in a game like doing that? You're just not going to get anywhere, and a lot of that is because Cisse cannot hold it up. Um, but they should have just tried something out. I put a shout out last night. Puts the up front. Okay, he's been anonymous on the right, but at least he's a big physical old lad. He's not going to get pushed off the ball, and he's probably got a bit of a better face touch than Sisei. He might actually hold the ball up, and then you can get Wijnaldum and Tovan and whoever else into the game. But they were just the the, the, the three behind Sisei were anonymous we're because Sisei totally couldn't get them into the game. So, we started the game as we did at Swansea and every other
2: game 4 2 3 1 with Anita and call you heard Ben there talking after the Swansea game how if you forget about how Newcastle's development as a side just playing against West Ham like that was just never going to work. What were your thoughts on the formation? It's
1: four two three one. I mean, it's it's commonplace in the Premier League. It's parodied. I was going to say they played bit. it as well. Didn't they? It's, it? it's it's what they played. It's, it's what most managers seem to play now. I just remember the days where we had um, Allardyce here and four five one was was kind of everyone's hated. Yeah, it, it, it was so frustrating. It's like football's getting ruined. Everyone's just playing shite defensive football. <laughs> this is four-five-one with two more <laughs> midfielders pulled further back. Yeah, I mean, I,
3: I just going back. Everyone's playing it, but they're playing it with players that play in the proper positions. Yes. Yeah, well, fair play. That's a fair point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I had um, Anita and Colback taking turns dropping into centre half yeah. regularly, <laughs> regularly in line with the other centre halves, with with the other one just in front. Either in the way or just no kind of outlet. So when we had the ball, we're passing it like at the in the D in front of our own box, yeah. and then looking for a long ball. It was as, as if
3: we're playing with a sweeper. It reminds us. Of, what was, it? was a point? played sweeper one game like back then. Not <laughs> sure, but there's, no, there's a, a point in the second game. half where
2: Coloccini and Umbemba split to the fullback in and Colback, and neither were playing centre back And that. what happened was the the idea works well in principle. So you split them. You push your full right on mm-hmm. and it basically pens the opposition in. All that happened is Anita got the ball, played a shite lofty pass to Janmatt and it went out of play and <laughs> yeah. would concede the possession. But if, if we're talking about the, the fundamentals, you alluded to it there, one of you did. Didn't work on a pardew. It certainly didn't work on a cover. <laughs> so I rocked up first game of the season against Mönchengladbach at home. And a lot of McLaren's uh, pre-season patter would be about potentially playing two up front. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, right, okay, he's gone with four-two-three-one again. But you know, um, you know, let's get let's give him a chance. Let's see what happens. And it's there's just absolutely now it's changed. We're still playing far too deep. The first goal, he's curled one in from the edge of a box. Yeah. That's the kind of thing. And Bember and Colacini should be closing down. You've got Vernon and Nita and Callback alongside the back yeah. four. They just get in the way. They don't have a clue what they're doing. And he changed it about. Thirty-five minutes, he went four-one-four-one, which was an improvement. But fuck me, it's just like I, I'm get. I'm really concerned about McLaren. Yeah, like yeah. it's almost getting to the stage now where the formation is more important than than the result on Saturday. <laughs> because if we go beat Watford one 0 playing four-two-three-one, we'll just get beat at Sunderland. We'll just get beat at Man City, and we'll just get beat everywhere else away from home because then it's not good enough. Say si, you know I know you watch the match on telly. What did you think about the, the players that started? He seems to be keeping faith with, like you say, Sissogo, who, who was done out this season. When you've got the likes of Perez, every time he plays, he does something. Do you think the team selection was justified?
1: Well, I kind of believe Perez doesn't get in the game. Every minute he's played this season, he's been doing something. Even when he came on last night, he was still. I mean, the game was kind of over. We are yeah. never going to get back into it. But he still looked lively. still, when he got the ball, we were getting into the half. And he does what you just said that he said doesn't. He win a free kick. If yeah. there's nothing else on, you will keep the ball and get, get fouled. We don't have anyone else doing that at the minute. No, the selection, Tovan, yes, he had a cracking game against Northampton, but I don't know he why. He's basically against Arsenal awesome as well. Uh, yeah, he was alright. I mean, obviously, he did what he could yeah. in the circumstances, but why he's just been thrust at the start line of every game when Perez is sitting there? He's got yeah. a, a full season's experience Pruden, under his yeah. belt. And we'll go back to Sise up front on his own. Sise has only ever been good as part of a front three. Not a front one, a front three. He had, De- had Dembélé and Ben Arthur, who were He's two had... of the best players we've had in the last. And then he went shit. And then we got Remy teams. up there with him, and he was good again. And then he went shit. He only plays. He needs support. He needs attack and players close to him, not Sissoko on one line and Tovan on the other line, literally on the touchline, no one near him. And Plus, it's just, it, they're not even getting close because <laughs> they enough to think. Plus,
2: but, you've, you've also <clears> got the fact that Tovan and Sissoko pop Yanma a little bit because the fullbacks are so far away from them. The fucking two holding players don't, don't support them. Yeah. So they're buying themselves completely total yeah, the They last night with yeah, three men around yeah, them. Where's I'm, the overlapping fullback? I'm not going to blame the fullbacks because they're thinking what the hell's good. Like no no one, despite the whole pre-season, five games so far, no one really has
3: a clue about how <laughs> yeah, to attack and defend. Definitely. It's just, it's worrying we don't have, as you said there, we don't have any ideas of attacking. When Western, a, the only, <laughs> I can't really say we've got one lucky chance in the first half when we yeah. nailed them, took a shit-shot like touch. Yeah. And it like make three defenders or something stupid, and felt young mat. Other than that, yeah, I got really... one shot to target last night. Yeah, all exactly. <laughs> well, three. We've said it there before. He's, it's worrying in games. He looks the most attacking threat. We said it like as a gag a few times last season. Even though he's no real threat. Yeah, like. of course he isn't. He's never going to score. Um But it's it's becoming that again that he's the only outlet because Sissoko just gets lost in games. I think he he probably. Trying too hard um, to make something happen early on, that he just gets, he, he just loses confidence, and then he just goes he's, missing. He's an easy, I, target. I, I, I say he an easy target. I didn't see him in the second half. I didn't see him in the second half.
1: Even Slaven Village, who none, none of us um, rated in pre-season but you just looked at Newcastle squad and thought, well, Sissoko, we know he could do some damage. Let's just make sure we keep an eye on him. Yeah. Mark him out the game. Oh look, they, they, the, Newcastle's front five are so far apart. Let's yeah. just mark them all. Yeah. Well,
2: in addition, last night West Ham have been shit at home, class yeah. away. That even against we us last night, the the, the cou- so yeah, the counterattacked at yeah, home. Exactly. The first, the first goal was crucial, so we should have gone all out to get it. Instead, we had Anita need a dick at the ball at the back, giving the ball away, and then from there, there was only one winner. And that's that's the worrying thing in the McLaren. It's the same on the. It was the same on the same on the Carver. Once the other teams score first, especially away from home, there's only one winner. Mm-hmm. Especially with the team, which is we,
3: we can't break teams down, so we'd never look like getting a goal. And as you say, it's just it's. Pathetic the the way they set out. they just the as you say, once we we'll go behind, it's game over.
1: I don't think McLaren knows who his best team are yet, either. Mm. I'm not having I think he's he's come in, And Anita's had a couple of solid games and he's just automatically assumed now that callback and Anita alright. Callback back, Danito, I think. To be would.
3: fair to him, who else is there? Oh, well, you just do not play that formation. You do not play that formation. No, I, I agree. No, I, I agree, agree with that. You.
2: Sissoko in the middle, certainly alongside one of them. I was going to you say, your is so when you have him against Watford. I is a midfield too. I was
3: going to say, going forward, I'd love to see Sissoko just, just tell him not to worry about attacking, just go and be a big, strong, physical holding mid, because I reckon he could do that. He's did it a few times. And then he, would, he would get forwards. Mm. And at least he's going to be, exactly, he he'll will look to attack when he can, but it, it'll mean that you don't have to have Anita and colback protecting the back four. You'll very, just have a good... Protecting. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. At least Sissoko could cover the ground himself. He's strong enough to
1: win the ball back. Like, <laughs> that would be the way to go forward. It's crucial It's crucial that both Anita and Callback don't start on Saturday. If they do, and as even if, he's, as you said, that's like, if they get if we win one nil with them two in midfield and it's just gonna yeah he's just gonna carry on doing it and we're not gonna win more games like that those two they're both this this kind of ridiculous term that you describe as tidy footballers you know they can pass <laughs> the ball around they're quite they're quite athletic they can they can run run around for ninety minutes but neither of them have really got a killer pass in them they I think a a Shotton Tosh
2: I think Colback does what seven assists and four goals last season on a show team. That, but that's him playing in the final third of the pitch. Mm-hmm. Or at least he's totally useless. And having options. <laughs> I think <laughs> yeah.
1: we're too drennest to him. I think it's ridiculous that he's undrobbable. I think it's ridiculous he just plays every game. He's not doing much at the minute. Why not? Why not? I'm not
2: saying don't drop him. I just think in this position, he'd be far more effective. I'm not even saying pick him in a forward position. I'm saying just play four four two. Even play four three three again with three proper sit fielders fourth. like Sissoko, one of an eater in callback, and callback. with maybe. And, I've played the young further forwards, but. I, I like he's. At least he's got a bit of creativity though. At least he can get the ball on the turn. Yeah.
3: He can actually get the ball facing one way and, and turn around and and unlike he's also, he's, he's the rest the, of them. The chance he created against Gladback for Mitrovic made a brilliant deep run, yeah. which I think he could do from a deeper position like midfield. But yeah. we've, we've, that's the known thing. We've got options. They're just, they're just not You've exploring any of them. Who, they're just not exploring them. They're just know, playing the same position every time. Lads, McLaren's pattern
2: so far has been very, very good. He seems to get the fan base, but it seems to be what you saying one thing and, and another thing's happening. Do you think. He, I mean, he got accused last night by a lot of Newcastle fans as going for a draw. Do you think he was going for a draw? Do you think it's literally. He's still getting the grips with how
3: scarred and shit this team are from last season? I don't think he was going for a draw because we were we weren't on the front foot but we were the ones trying to force the game almost and that I'll well,
2: def- say when we're when we're 1-0 one, one no. n- down like I, no, did, no, no, I couldn't but, see us forcing the game before oh, No, as in, as
3: in you said just there you said the point that West Ham sat in and we're just playing counter-attack yeah, football yeah when it was 1-0 no it was before that after uh, I noticed uh, I thought they were
1: yeah, I didn't think they I 8 minutes much. Was, I no, disagree at
2: yeah, the early starts, the stages of the game I thought they were all over us and I thought it was just typical us starting terribly yeah. yet again I,
1: I, I'll Sort of add to the point of did we go out for a draw? We went out for a par due which was we didn't look yeah. like one at score first half, one yeah, and and get see so if we can get a half time at nil nil. That's that seems to be the it's the usual thing. Absorb some pressure early on, and if it doesn't work, as you say, we're just gonna lose the match. If they score, it doesn't like we've got no response, <laughs> especially as you say, with it with the confidence
2: comp- no, low, we've got no height, we can't change things up. It's not like he, you know you can kind of put a ball in well exactly and it's it's like you, know, you can imagine Andy Carroll was playing for us I know he came on last night but if things aren't going well you can change things a little bit yeah. we can bring on some more small players who are a bit more effective but we're still we've got no pace we've got no height yeah. two massive issues in the Premier League which is the fastest most physical <laughs> league in the world
3: and we've got neither of those things we've got Big Vernon and Anita <laughs> and it's one of those ironic like nicknames of Big yeah. it's,
1: one, uh, one last thing that's like been a a bugbear of all Newcastle fans for, since the days of Nobby Solano, basically. Why can't we take a corner? Why, why Why? can a professional footballer not deliver a ball 20 yards from a dead position? Why, what is it about? Goal. And obviously, we don't watch all other matches by the other clubs around us. You watch, like, you know, Man U people. They, they don't struggle with corners. You, but, I'm, I'm, is it just me? Are we, are we missing something? Do, do lots of teams... No, I want
2: to stick up for them a little bit here. Um, first of all because we'll have no height it means the balls have to be whipped you can't float one in because we're just not going to win it because we've got no height uh, and and, and and therefore when you try and whip the ball in the chances of hitting the first man and that's why Roberto was such a great corner taker 1 and 3 would work and everyone would go oh Roberto man first man (laughs) but the one who did get past the first man was so good (laughs) and hard to defend but I'm not excusing the fact that we can't take a corner, but I think it's more than just the corner taker.
3: Lads, you know who's got to come back in, don't you? Who? I <laughs> mean, a bit of height. A bit of height. We need uh, some, we need a world-class set-piece ability. <laughs> you need someone who can uh, just hover around he's, the back post and just call for being... oh, right. I thought with were... as the other option. <laughs> so someone to whip the ball into somebody else, it's got to be the return of set-piece Paul Dummett. Paul and Mike Williamson there. And, uh, uh, and Mike Williamson at the back post is uh, a <laughs> <laughs> At least we had a plan with Williamson there. At least there was a back post Williamson. Now it's just, we'll take a shite one and then concede. <laughs> yeah. We'll hit it front post to their first man. Yeah. And, and only leave the two smallest players back who can't really defend. I mean, the
1: worst part of it is, is like yes, that, that happens quite a bit, but we never, ever, anywhere near the rebound, <laughs> we've got all our players just like, oh, we've lost it again. Like, we'll just, and we'll just get caught on the break. It's 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 painful. We've got a free kick or a corner. Anything and shit we're gonna probably concede here. It's it's unbelievable.
2: Friend of the show Richard Smith is a big advocate of uh well not a big advocate, a big critic of Newcastle's micro of set piece ability and he, he, he said on Twitter last night that we should, we should have gone out there and bought someone which is not a bad shout who's a bit, he didn't say this, but you think is a bit average and other stuff but takes one hell of a set oh piece. Man,
1: the last time we get, did that. Get a
3: Rory de with his long throw or something like the that. The last time we, we did, did that we bought Ryan Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> and then his set pieces were shot last yeah. year as well. Okay, uh, Pillow was going free, we should have just yeah, offered exactly. him a free house. Get Mike, in. You don't have to do any running. You just we'll put a chair in the middle of the pitch, yeah, just sit Off Just, a just run over. Just run over and just take <laughs> take free kicks. Um,
2: Watford then lads I think. I think we've just. We've took, there's not no positive to take from that at all. Perez and De Jong were half decent. Aaron's at least looked asked when he came on. I think all of the, those three should start. Yeah, I don't. I think I like Wijnaldum. He showed some good touches, but that's two away games now. Wijnaldum where he's been totally just anonymous. Missing so d-
1: was, did you play the whole game yeah oh, right. I was like, p- partway through the second half I was, I was convinced he'd been subbed off same
2: well, I, I think I put on the WhatsApp group with you and I was like when did Wijnaldum he go off like <laughs> not tongue in cheek I thought he'd gone off so the likes of him Sissoko again I mean he's been poor this season I, I agree with you he's an easy target he's been no poorer than anyone else and then who, who else just, what, what, what that's, what that's why
3: he gets the, the hard the, the reason he gets to a hard deal though is because he's by far and away a bigger like a bigger and better player than most of the team. He's got to take shoulder responsibility to make things happen. We know he can do it because we've seen him do it on the odd, odd games where he's yeah. he's dominated teams on by himself. He we've, just doesn't do it anywhere near We've got to stop putting him on the right wing. He was,
1: he was fine on the right wing when we had good midfielders, when we had Kabayi, when we had like a proper midfield. Mm-hmm. Like put, put him out there because he's got some pace. He can yeah. whip a ball yeah. in. But when we haven't got anyone in the midfield who can win the ball and, and get us into their half in the first place then what's the point of having a half
3: out there like we we lack just real there's nobody with any um just sort of go for go forward do you know what yeah, i mean there's no penetration everybody's looking to get behind the, the ball the man on the ball mm. i must have seen Wanyal do it about 10 times yesterday where somebody's on the ball and he will drop behind that guy to receive the ball mm. where like how is that going to create any a, any space ahead of you it just makes it so easy to defend and it just keeps the ball in front of the defence all the time. I mean, I never thought, like, I'd say it, but I'd like love to see it happen offer or someone come back, uh, just because at least he fucking ran, like, he carried the ball. You look at the goals he scored once or twice for this. I, mean, I, I thought that's going too far, but we miss a player like that, not him, but. A player who isn't we're scared we're to we're take players on. Players like we've got players was like that. I was going to, to say, really, really I don't really know really
2: if Alan Benoff would have made the difference last yeah. night, like especially. I'm not saying
3: I'm not in. He would have done, but we just need somebody who's yeah. willing to take a player on. All we've isn't given Alan. You're welcome <laughs> back anytime. Come we're, we're, back. and we're, I'll bet you a cake or something.
1: We've got, <laughs> we've got players like that, but. You know, we've got Wijnaldum. We've got. Uh, have we? I haven't I've seen Wijnaldum take a I can confirm. Okay. We do have him Ben. He we'll does play it. for us. <laughs> like <laughs> that,
3: though. No. I haven't seen Wijnaldum beat a man.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like take a man he's, on. away. Point. He ran past a few people. You yeah. can't do it. Tovan has got some skills. He can take players on. Obviously, Aaron's looks like the sort of player who can We're do not that. Doing it, <laughs> no, you can't do it when your centre midfielders are twenty yards behind you. Yeah, you've got no one either side of you. It's so easy to defend against someone running the lines. You can't
2: just take people on because if you lose the ball. Even though we're playing two specific well, players in front to say, of the back You ball. can't
1: do that because we've got six lads sitting <laughs> at the back, not doing just anything, no. waiting, waiting for you to lose the ball yeah, so the, they the, can the, get involved. The, the double up on them. Every time Turban's got the ball, there's two men on him, every time the circle's got the ball, he's got two or three men on him. It's yeah. just too easy to defend. You know who
2: was class at supporting forward players but playing a deeper role? You Kabai. Yeah. And I was pleased we didn't sign him because he's a little Judas cunt. Um, and I hate him because he went on strike and you know, speaking to Luke Edwards last week on the special podcast, which I'm gonna mention later. You know, Luke basically said, he says it on the podcast, or maybe he doesn't, but he <laughs> said beforehand, he was like Luke's story which got banned in 2013 about Kabay basically just giving up the second half of that season after we went out against Benfica, just giving up, and to, being pretty honest, I'm away from him in the summer, so he's a little prick, but he Kabay is the kind of player who covers a lot of ground in the middle of the pitch, can put his foot in, play a ball to a player and, and, and realises that actually you need to provide an option. Yeah. And he, he was, he's probably a good example of what that modern player playing in one of the two of a 4-2-3-1 actually does. He's not mm. a defensive midfielder. No, you not. can help your back four out. Mm-hmm. You can put a tackle in but your, your primary role as a fucking midfielder yeah. is to support the forward I players and just don't I do mean, that. As,
3: as you said before where we never had anyone on the ball, he was always in that area around the D on the edge of the box where he scored a few goals from it and he would recycle the ball the ball would get cleared at least he was there to, to retain possession at the minute it's coming out and Jack Colback and Vinanita are 20 yards away from that spot yeah. and it's just in, it set up the counter-attack we're, yeah. we're, it was just ridiculous
2: Midler-Rich is out for Watford and out for Sheffwed so he he's going gonna there's no it? doubt he's gonna continue probably in the same formation as well yeah how do you see going lads tense game the worrying
3: thing is, well, is Watford haven't had a bad start Dude, not, apart from the like, first game mm-hmm.
2: they don't think we' conceded. Or in they the conceded uh, one at Man City didn't they was that Watford or Norwich anyway mm-hmm. they, they don't let in a lot of goals they don't score a lot of goals but they don't let in a lot of goals mm-hmm. so you can just imagine 70th minute it could get a bit scary. I mean we didn't win for 8 games last season and by December we were 5th yeah. so it can't turn around very quickly I'm not saying Newcastle are going to get relegated but it was a real shame Last night was just so demoralised. it wasn't it the is. result, it was the performance, it was the
3: tactics, it was the team selection. And it's like anyone it who's feel, just... It's it a feeling of deja vu. Yeah, just it felt it's so, undoing so any season. good feeling that there was like five, six games it, ago. Yeah. And every, everyone realises we've had a tough start. Well, a couple of people so is, want to go at me that, on Twitter for being negative. And
2: it's not like I want to sit there on Twitter, Monday night in the Heathrow Hotel, <laughs> kicking off about Newcastle or doing podcasts where I'm miserable and shit like that. I don't mm-hmm. want to be like this. But I just find it hard to be positive about anything at the moment.
3: You know but I'm always trying to be positive. I think there are things we can... Come back, them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in seriousness, the, the we're defending a lot better. That obviously wasn't the performance yesterday. But the games before that, we've looked solid at the back. And that's how we're going to start climbing up the league, is being solid at the back. But he's putting too much emphasis on that. We need to have a some sort of end product. And at the minute, it's just... Totally lacking, and it's not as if he's not playing enough. We've got four or five players in that team that are all match winners. It's just getting it out of them. That I don't know what, what is going on. I don't know if it's just the confidence is low or what. But more than
2: confidence, there's no way that performance. After. If if Swansea hadn't happened, you'd think you're not mm-hmm. fair off. Fair enough. But me and you were at Swansea, and there'll you know there's two two and a half thousand Newcastle fans there last night. We're just wasting my time and money. We used to see Newcastle get beat. But it just really concerns us that I think McLaren get to get from get it wrong so you know, twice in the space Massive of a calendar thing. month in terms of thirty days. And like you said, Ben, you raise an excellent point. Fucking two weeks to have. Two weeks to prepare mm-hmm. this. And like you could go to West Ham and I'm, you can play really defensively and negative, like you said, Sai, get the half time at 0-0. the crowd get on your back. But we're all over the shop. Mm-hmm. We're all over the place for the first fifteen minutes there and I'm very, very concerned moving forwards. But Hopefully I'll be wrong. Sorry, how do you see uh Friday, Saturday going? Um, Making your return, season tickets. <laughs> new fan. Finally got it sorted. And <laughs> you,
1: you see ten year price plan has been honoured. <laughs> so we're back on.
2: So if you're listening, if you cancel your season ticket, you're <laughs> drop because John Carver's manager they'll let you back in. <laughs> at the same rate. It's
1: all John Carver's fault. Oh, let's not even bother talking about John Carver. Yeah. Um how we do oh, even even if he plays the stupid formation, I think we can win, so I'm going to go for a positive 2 0. Nils uh, each for
2: me. Sorry, go on Ben. I Nils each and many questions, more questions.
1: It,
3: obviously, it massively depends on who he plays, but i am recommend win at 2 0 as well. Yeah, it's yeah, here first. We're going to have a short break. We'll come back with some general Premier League points in
2: a couple of games.
3: Build it to SimCity. That's the game. It's absolutely well, class.
2: Well, that's a little advert there from Ben for some City cheers. Um, <laughs> what what device are you playing on this? Do you want to give the device it's, uh, a shout? S six, brand new. It's absolutely class. I love it. And that's which company? Uh, Samsung. If you're listening, Samsung. Plenty more where that came from. If you, you put the money your... up, you've
3: got the Air Razor Edge, don't
2: you? Yeah. A bit of their uh, product placement for you. Exactly. Uh, sai so has got a <coughs> game for us before we talk a little bit about the Premier League.
1: Yeah, it's been a while since uh, we've had a size game, but it is the, the most favourite of the games on the uh, podcast, <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll go for it. Um, for anyone who's unfamiliar with it, I'm going to list um, a, b- a bunch of teammates of this Newcastle or f- former Newcastle player. Um, all of these players have played with him in no particular order. So I'll start off. Uh, Schurl on Any guesses? No. Uh, right. Throwback to Henrik Larsson.
2: So this player has played with both. Cheryl John Barnes, no, John Barnes played with
3: Henry Larson I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> don't Celtic think so. Like played at Celtic in the nineties. Managed he? them.
1: <laughs> well, I was just about to say him. John Barnes has been this player's manager. <laughs> 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 On that note, um, Mark Viduka. So okay. Mark Viduka is correct. Oh, Mark Get it? Sort of to Way
2: too easy, that man. <laughs> Sorry, that was a ridiculous clue, because John Barnes has literally had one job. <laughs> he had a mayor at Tramier, and Jamaica, and was it Salt Lake? Was he
3: player manager at Salt
2: <laughs> So that was the much-derided size game, for good reason. <laughs> um, here we go. I'm going to go for my game, Dogger's game, much loved, uh, across the country. And mine is, who am I? I'm going to give you some basic clues about a Newcastle Castle player, like you're telling me who it is, Clue number one, my middle name is Anderson. Clue number two, I'm currently thirty-six years old. Clue number three, my current team is Nuneaton Town. Clue number four. I've been playing since nineteen ninety six. So a long career. Twenty year twenty year career since I was sixteen years old, made a debut. For Nottingham Forest. I played for Newcastle did the championship promotion season with some success it's
3: not um, Kevin Nolan is it it's I'd like it to um,
2: put a uh, player forward Ben not rule them out <laughs> what? so you oh, say it's not I can't well, uh, I can't confirm who it's not
3: Nolan's just signed for League 2 team but it's not uh, really he's just training account. with them He yeah, like, hasn't he's just training <laughs> playing audience
1: uh, Alan Smith
3: Alan Smith is
2: incorrect I spent last season on loan at Hartlepool Town or oh, sorry Hartlepool United to give them the proper name Steve Harper. Nope. Uh, I left Newcastle United for Blackpool, joined Barnsley on loan in a 2011, signed for Chinese club and Guangzhou R&F partnering to the Is it um, Marlon Howard? Marlon Howard, Ben, we got there in the end, yeah. I was going to
3: say... What um, a strike force that was. Marlon, I was trying to think of players from the Midlands, I forgot. One Marlon. of my mates, uh, house, my uni mates is a big Nuneaton fan. <laughs> right, I think he's a big Marlon fan. His career Probably was is so... Now. He left Newcastle, and the crack wasn't Newcastle.
2: That if he hadn't broke his foot on New Year's Day or something, Chris Wooten would have signed him on a five-year deal. That's incredible. If you look at, he played for Blackpool, they went relegated when they got relegated. He played for Barnsley, who got relegated from the Championship, then went to um, this Chinese club that made four appearances for Forest. Went back to Barnsley, played for Bristol City. They got relegated, and then Hartlepool last season, who nearly got relegated, <laughs> scored six goals in fifty-three appearances. His contract would just be running out now. <laughs> <laughs> We'd just still have on the books, probably. Uh, so good. Uh, we'll dodge the bullet that way uh, that, on that one. I don't know. I'd take him over minute <laughs> Yeah, ex-West as well. So that yeah. that was Dogger's game. I hope you enjoyed it. There uh, we can't really be asked to talk about the Premier League this week. We're a bit depressed about football and that. But notable game, lads. Liverpool, Man United, or oh, Man United. Liverpool. Did you just make much of it? Yeah.
1: Well, cracking golf from that. That kid. Washout. Outrageous. Have you seen uh, the Martin Tyler commentary as well? i have yeah. seen it, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Talk about biased. Uh-oh. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hang on, Martin Tyler, this will forever be known as the Martial match. No, it won't. Like, but, no uh, one cares. But Ben Teke's goal was yeah. very good. Unreal. He's just like,
1: oh, that's a good goal. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Just, oh. yes! <laughs> Unreal. Like, what's, he, what's he <laughs> Martin Tyler does me head in.
2: He constantly refers to things in pun status. So he's constantly second-guessing the newspaper. So he's like, if so-so is caused, then, the, then the, the headline will probably be. To leave it alone <laughs> no one gives a fuck about the newspaper to do their job That's without you getting involved. Um, I made a list of things I was going to talk about for this game and it's been replaced by just one word, Paul openfold. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> the, uh, the DJ. <laughs> yeah um, David de Gea absolutely pathetic. The, you know that the fans welcome him back as a hero. new contract I'm embarrassed for my news is further proof that Louis Van Hal is shrinking the club. Do you know, by the way, now Van Gaal has spent more than two years than Ferguson did in this whole 26-year reign? And Fergie spent some money as well. He was hoying on 30 million quid 15 years ago for players. Yeah. What, Twenty twenty-two so, million 22 million for Rooney was and, for and Van Gaal 80, spent or? 300 million quid. This started with Fellaini up front against... Uh, That's hilarious, isn't it? Which is an absolute gag. Um, Brendan Rodgers have got absolute gag. He says it's a season of transition and the fans need be patient. He said the exact same thing last year. You kind of just have... See, you can't just do <laughs> be shite Every and call year. it Well, it is a transition season. Like, what was last year then? Like, what? Uh, he, he's doing behind at the moment as I think he is most Liverpool fans and I think they've got a couple of easy-ish games now although, uh, you know, I can't remember who it was but Graham Suness or someone was like, you know, they've got some you know easier teams to play at home. Well, they've got Norwich next and Norwich over above them in the league so <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Sunday was good, lads. Mark Markham's losing hilariously at the yeah, end of the yeah. game. They
3: probably didn't deserve to lose. The, yeah, they actually played all right as well. I mean, it just shows how bad Spurs are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a great, great uh, result. It was just it was quite a good goal to be fair. Um, but, but it was but hilarious was playing the one side. It's just so. I boring. was going to say it was hilarious. The um, I don't know if you saw the Monday Night Football. No, um, I didn't see it. After the match, they were uh, sort of doing it, and Gary Neville was like, We're, we're gonna have to like start blaming someone else rather than Kabul. If <laughs> he ever sees one on the street, he's gonna come and hit her. <laughs> um, just because, again, they showed a bit where he basically went and stood on John O'Shea, <laughs> and the two wing-backs were literally up, like on the touch lines. And then there, so there was just two massive gaps in the middle of the pitch, and one of them was where Mason just walt- waltzed through and scored. So that was quite funny, but um. And then obviously the the big one was uh, the vile fans getting their hopes up 2-0 up yeah seventy second minute uh, was and it then, <laughs> uh, and then just a brilliant turnaround uh, turnaround. I, th- I thought Mares was brilliant in that game um, like it, it's just the type of player I don't think he's any better than any of the lads we've got but he's just a player with confidence who's willing to try like try and and create opportunities and he I mean he's just he was walking past players he was a real threat all game I thought he was class yeah uh, really funny I thought the two
2: teams with the easiest start I'm pretty sure statistically as well have been vile in the Maghams <laughs> and they're both absolutely shite yeah. uh, so that's nice I think we've had a difficult start the disappointing thing about last night is I think West Ham finished bottom 10 this year uh, so you know you get what I'm trying to work out if you take take away us you've got what 60 points Hope for up against bottom ten teams and mean right there, so you, that pretty much that sixty points forms the basis of your points total for the season. You'd think or hope anyway. Obviously, wins against the big teams are nice, but you know we're already three points off that kind of sixty point total. Not that we we're ever going to win all those matches, but hugely disappointing. But at least you know we'll, we'll have we've got we've got um, Watford, which is, it should be three points. No disrespect to them. Uh, you've also got that uh, you've got then Chelsea at home and then City away, which are going to be two very tough games. I mean, if we beat Chelsea, that'll be four years in a row. We'll beat them. That'll set a Premier League record for Chelsea. Have never had such a bad run. <laughs> Even the likes of Arsenal, Chelsea, uh, Arsenal, Man Liverpool, that kind of stuff. So it's unlikely. But um, yeah, I, I don't really think there's anything else to talk about in the Premier League apart from Scott Dan's disgraceful tackle, which was like jokingly laughed off on girls on Sunday, on match of the day on you know the media formats it was like oh Scott Dan was lucky he's injured Sergio Aguero it was a knee-high swipe which could only be classified as severely dangerous play. you got booked. You don't want to see players sent off and I and I know we're a bit bitter about Crystal Palace at the moment, but if that had been Mitrovic which is we're gonna have to introduce that as a regular part of the show. <laughs> if that had been Mitrovic there would have been gone absolutely wild for him. He'd have been sent off, no doubt. He'd have been sent off. Think that just
1: about does it lads? Yeah, Okay. another shy weekend of football. Yeah, really
2: poor. Very disappointing. Uh, We'll be back on Friday with the True Faith Radio Show. Please uh, tune in. Radio Northumberland, it's live online. We'll do it live. Uh, Get in touch on Twitter at Pod. And, you know, uh, it's quite good. We'll do a a preview. We might do a quiz, that kind of stuff. We're back next week with a podcast. As ever, we'll have the three special podcasts for you at the moment. The most recent one was last week with Luke Edwards. Luke talked to us about his... Uh, existing and previous bans by Newcastle United <laughs> Luke uh, you know, has a better understanding of most things Newcastle than any of us do and you know, it's very impressive to talk to, he spoke a lot of sense about Newcastle's media partnerships and uh, bans for journalists, really interesting please have a listen to it Follow us on SoundCloud. Find us and subscribe on iTunes. We've also got the transfer interview with George Culkin and Mick Martin. That was really, really interesting and still very relevant because obviously it will be relevant for the whole of the transfer window. And then we've still got the Martin Hardy interview where he talks to us about his book Touching Distance, which is the best thing I've pretty much ever read. <laughs> uh, even though with am a Barstow Newcastle fans, So lads, Ben, Sy, thank you very much and we'll see you next time.